the very first and, as with any of my shows, potentially last episode of Dishonorable Discharge, a review of Ring of Honor. Before we begin, head over to rundownwrestling.com to check out our ugly faces and giant dicks. This is our first episode, 2019, for Ring of Honor TV. It is January 4th. We start things off with Ian Riccoboni in the middle of the ring. He has Marty Scurll, Dalton Castle, Chris Sabin, and Flip Gordon in the ring. Each of these men have earned a match for the ROH title this year. We will have these four face off in the main event to see who will be the first person to face Jay Lethal in 2019. Now I say the first person to face Jay Lethal because I doubt any of these guys has taken a belt off of it. We then are introduced to the Ring of Honor champion, Matt Taven, as he arrives instead of the actual champion, Jay Lethal. Taven calls Ian a Melvin and says Gordon won a tournament while everyone else was on vacation, and that it's great to actually see his face because it's been buried in the Young Bucks' asses instead. He wonders if he went back to 2012 when Chris Saban was relevant, and Taven then asks where all of Marty's friends have gone, and says that you have to be this tall to catch the train to Jacksonville. Shots fucking fired, man. Taven correctly says that Skrull has twice come up short. Taven then says Dalton should go fake another injury, and Lethal comes down the ramp to get into it with Taven. Taven then spits on the Ring of Honor championship, which causes a brawl. Now that is how you start a show. And the next match is how you don't continue a show. Luchasaurus makes his way to the ring in a Proving Ground match. What's a Proving Ground match, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. A Proving Ground match is essentially a WWE match where you do a non-title match, and if you beat the guy who has the championship, you get a title shot. But because it's Ring of Honor, we're going to call it a little something different, and there's also a time limit. So if you take that the, the champion to a 15-minute time limit draw, you still get a title shot. The only way that you don't get a title shot is if you lose, and if you lose, you have to work next week's Impact TV tapings. So Luchasaurus uh, is a dude in a reptile mask with a big beard, a pretty wicked tattoo, and that's the extent of his character. Dude in a reptile mask who thinks he's a luchador but doesn't do any luchador moves. His opponent is Jeff Cobb, so rest in peace Luchasaurus. The crowd is behind the TV champ. Luchasaurus is from the La Brea Tar Pits, apparently. Yeah. The match starts with the world's slowest spin kick, uh, before Luchasaurus goes for a chokeslam, but Cobb reverses. We get Colt and Melvin breaking down what a Proving Ground match is, which I appreciated because it took me a little bit too. And Luchasaurus is in complete control before Cobb catches him and suplexes his ass off. Cobb hits a standing drop to kick into Luchasaurus on the top rope, and then Cobb hits a superplex for a one count. Cobb with a standing moonsault for a two. And Luchasaurus then tries to hit a choke slam, and then a standing moonsault of his own. The chemistry is a little off in this match. I put it more on the fact that Luchasaurus is a big lumbering dude who considered who has the name Lucha in his name. Um, and the fact that, you know, Cobb has a, a very different style, and we've seen Cobb work better style we've seen him work with better guys and has have had better matches uh this guy luchasaurus we return for break to see Cobb hit a huge european elbow luchasaurus gets a few jump kicks in and then luchasaurus tries to go up top again but Cobb stops him we get a huge belly to belly off the top ropes which puts luchasaurus down Cobb with a pile driver and then he hits the tour of the islands for the three 
Thank God, because I did not want to see Luchasaurus get a TV title match. We then show Kelly Klein winning the belt at Final Battle before she makes her way to the ring. The gatekeeper is introduced as her opponent. Whose opponent? We don't know. We didn't see anyone get in introduced. Killer Kelly will be facing Nikki Adams, who's already in the ring. I'm sure random creator wrestler Nikki Adams will totally win this. Kelly takes the mic. Klein then says she beat three women. Then she seems to forget what she's going to say. Then she remembers and says that she's that every match will be for the Women of Honor Championship. Nikki Adams is asked if she is okay with going for the belt. Yeah, she's going to say no. Nikki Adams dishonors Kelly with no handshake, and Adams drops her meaty bottom onto Kelly before we go to the break. Back and Ad Adams yells and hits a backhand. Nikki flops her way into the corner strike, then a boot for two. Adam goes for a top... Ooh, jeez. Adam goes to the top, but Klein pulls her off and almost collapses Nikki's shin. Kelly tries for the K-Power, but it gets reversed, and then Kelly then hits a running knee and gets a three-count. Wow. Didn't even have to use her finisher on this chick. Out comes Jenny Rose. She has a mic. That's not something you really want to hear. Jenny says that on the 13th, they have a singles one-on-one. -on -one. That's all she said. They have a singles one-on-one. -on -one. End of sentence, period. Did you forget how to say the word match? Kelly then looks at her like she forgot how to say the word match. Jenny offers to make the match a street fight so she doesn't have to call it a match anymore, and Kelly accepts. Can we just get Tennille to recite everyone's promos so that I can understand what's going on? Because that took a little bit. Rundown friend, the Kingpin Brian Malonis and the Beer City Bruiser are, of course, in a bar. BCB wants Silas Young, and Malonis tells him to head to the locker room and let's finish this. But we won't finish it today, because this is the last we see of the bouncers. A promo, a promo for something is shown. We get a heart rate monitor. Is Canyon coming? Oh, right. I made myself sad. Another ad for Dick's Pills takes us to our next segment, which is Christopher Daniels heading to the ring. I would be legit bummed to see let Daniels go. Daniels gives us a very good farewell promo. He runs down his championship win versus Brian Danielson, and Daniels wants everyone to remember him for who he was, a genuine dude who gave it his all. Which, of course, that's how I will remember Daniels. One of the greatest. Daniels thanks us and says goodbye. He gets a standing ovation. Some old dude comes out to thank Daniels, keeps calling him Chris instead of Christopher. Uh, old dude says that when Daniels defended Kerry Silken, that Daniels really loves ROH. Old dude offers Daniels a new contract for 2019, which means Daniels isn't going anywhere, unless he is. Devon Dudley then comes out and stomps Christopher Daniels. Shane Taylor grabs a contract, but Daniels kamikaze dives onto him. Taylor then slams Daniels into the barricade. Taylor grabs a chair and proceeds to blast Daniels with it. Taylor says Daniels will be remembered as the guy who took him out. He drops Daniels onto Taylor's gooch. Taylor then rips up the contract, throws it in Daniels' mouth, and I'm sure because that's the only contract copy that Daniels doesn't have a contract anymore. Zack Sabre Jr. will make his TV debut next week. I am limp with anticipation. Jay Lethal jumps on commentary. Surprise! Flip Gordon makes his way out. Chris Saban is out next. Dalton Castle and the boys are then followed by the villain, Marty Skrull. 
who will face Jay at Honor Reign Supreme. This was a hard-ass match to type up because there is so much shit that happens in this match very quickly. I, you'll forgive me if I if I leave some some key moments out because I just couldn't keep keep pace with it. Right off the bat, Marty exits the ring so that everyone else can fight. Uh, they proceed to, uh, then Scarlet pulls Dalton out of the ring shortly after, so he wasn't going to take that much time not paying attention. Sabin gets a um, big drop kick before Gordon chucks Dalton back into the ring. Flip and Sabin are working together like they are a tag team, and I, for one, would welcome that tag team. Anything would be better than the Briscoes. I was really sad, those are quotes, to not see the Nebriscos out there um, because, you know, they're crackers. Uh, Skrull back in the match, but Dalton drops him, and then Skrull leaves again. Castle fakes a dive to the outside, and we do a non-commercial break, thanks Honor Club, and see Dalton hit a Dalton bomb on Flip. Not gonna lie, Flip and Skrull are dressed alike, and it takes me a minute to figure out who is who. Saban with a kicker to Dalton before Skrull congratulates himself on a good reversal. Skrull then scoots on his ass before jumping back in the ring, and Flip and Skrull exchange chops. Skrull then fakes a chop and instead hits a dropkick to the legs, because he is a villain. Skrull puts Flip in a toehold, Dalton locks in a headlock, and Saban puts Skrull in a hold. The ref is befuddled. Everyone hits dropkicks on each other, and everyone is down. Saban takes out everyone with a top rope crossbody, and Saban is running wild before Dalton drops him, then Flip drops Dalton. A beautiful running shooting star gets Flip a two-count, Skrull breaks it up, and Sabin tries for a dive, but Gordon hits him. Sabin with a hurricane run-up, but Flip pops back up. Sabin misses a clothesline, and Skrull puts Flip on his shoulders for Sabin to kick him. Sabin then kicks Skrull and turns around to eat a banger ring from Dalton. For the win, Dalton Castle, Jay Lethal, Honor Reign Supreme. Shout out also to the boys for spinning with Dalton while he hits his move. Lethal jumps off commentary and enters the ring, and Lethal and Castle shake hands as we go off the air. So this was the the big first show, or the first, first TV show, minus the Elite. And hmm, that, that main event was fantastic. That right there shows you this company's going to be fine. Um, the women's division, on the other hand, that was not a great showing for them. The match was okay. It was an okay match. But Kelly completely had an issue with her promo. But then Jenny Rose had even a worse issue with her promo. I don't know what was going on there. Um, Luchasaurus and, and Cobb was not a great match. Which sucks because Cobb is really good and I was really excited to see him. Um, starting out the show with the Taven segment and the four guys. Picture perfect. I mean, the, the guy is just a shit heel. And, um, of course, the, uh, you know, Malonis and, and Beer City Bruiser were setting up um, that feud going forward, which I'm excited for. And, um, yeah, obviously Christopher Daniels, too. Great story. Daniels and, and Taylor, I don't know if that's writing Daniels off or if that's putting these two in a feud together, but that should be interesting, Shane Taylor and, and Christopher Daniels. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a really good show. We have um, one more show, like this coming up Friday, before we head into um, Honor Reign Supreme. So, obviously, we had to do quite a bit 
of building because there's not a whole lot of time between final battle and honoring supreme um, but we've got our main events which is i think going to be a really good one dalton castle gets is the first guy to get his rematch against jay lethal and you know you can you can fill out the card with a lot of other things i think next week's show or this friday's show i should say we should set up the the uh malonis and the beer city bruiser and, and silas young and um Vinny? yeah and well you know that'll be a, a, a good kind of showing there we don't really have anyone to go against the briscoes so i don't know what's going to happen with the briscoe crackers but we'll see yeah um but that is the first show so um thank you for joining me and uh, thank you again for heading over to rundownwrestling.com for checking that out uh, and with that we will see you next week <laughs>